1: Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke.
2: Hello and welcome to the inaugural show of Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee. And I'm your host, Fee Mazanke. And joining me today is my dear friend, Chris Thomas. Chris, how are you doing today? Real good, thanks. Great. Thanks so much for joining me today. Chris and I have known each other for over seven years now, and we made an instant connection uh, when our daughters were in the same class in fourth grade. Chris, I truly respect her because she is my accountability partner. She is very gifted at reading and researching empowering concepts and then looks for ways to apply those concepts. We definitely have a great time together discussing life, empowering principles. We uh, focus on applying coaching concepts and doing it all with a lot of joy, laughter, and fun because that's what we're here for and that's what this is all about.
3: Well, hello, everyone. I'm so honored to be here for Fee's first-ever live show. Thanks so much, Fee, for having me. Um, Today's show is designed for you to get to know Fee and the foundation of the empowering principles that she uses in her leadership coaching program. Fee will share how she got here, and she will also share concepts that she practices in her own life and shares with her clients in her workshops and with her audiences when she does speaking engagements. Um, one of my favorite things about Fee is that she really gets it. She knows that life is fun, and we all know people who believe that life is hard, and you can tell who those people are because they, their lives are hard. They're right, <laughs> and um, she really gets it, but life is fun, and everybody can have a fun life when you apply these principles, and the more fun that you have playing around with them, the more powerful you'll be, so let's get the show started. Um, Fee. First, yes. <laughs> see. first. What we need to know is what everyone who meets you wants to know is where the nickname Fee comes from when your name is actually Fee, uh, Cecilia.
2: Yes. Well, thanks, Chris, because that is always the first question that everyone asks me. So it's good to have a platform to just get this out in the open. Cecilia was my grandmother's name. And when I was born, I was born in a family where no one calls each other by their real names ever. So they decided they needed a nickname for me so as to not get confused with my grandma. So... My parents and my six siblings, yes, I'm the youngest of seven, they put me in the, in a circle in the middle of the floor. Now, I do remember this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was just right after I was born. We had a small house on the south side of Chicago, which is where I grew up, and I've uh, been in the Chicago area my entire life. And my dad happened to come up with the little idea that I looked like a little French baby, so he came up with the name Fifi, and that name kind of just chopped down to Fee, and it's stuck ever since then. So that's why we uh, entitled that the the show Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee. And I guess, Chris, you can probably say that was my first experience in the circle of life, so to speak.
3: Huh. Okay, and since then, haven't you, you found out what the... There's a meaning of the name fee, correct?
2: Um, yeah. A few years back, I had a yoga instructor who actually told me the the true meaning of fee in the Celtic language, which actually means spiritual, intuitive. And so I guess my dad probably knew something uh, when I was born because that certainly is a strong direction and path that I take as part of my coaching program.
3: Yeah, I would say that's right on. Good job, Daddy. Yeah. Speaking of your dad, and let's bring your mom into the mix, too, that you had a very unique background with them. Can you tell us a little bit about your history and how you grew up and um, what is significant about your childhood with your parents that got you to where you
2: are today? Sure. It's it's as a story, as we always say, that only we can tell because it's such a unique story. My parents met at a grocery store when my dad was in high school and my mom was in eighth grade and they got to know each other and then my dad went off to the Marines and my mom went into the convent and while in boot camp uh, in Camp Pendleton in San Diego, my dad would actually hitchhike across the country from California to Chicago just to speak to my mom in the convent and he would actually speak to her through this giant brick wall where she was a cloister nun. And as a cloister nun, my mom spent her time in prayer and meditation, so she really didn't speak. That wasn't part of what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to stay silent and speak or uh, stay in prayer and meditation. So she she was a rebel back then, and she's even more of a rebel now because uh, when my dad would come and hitchhike across the country to see her, um, she would talk to him through this brick wall. So I guess that was how devoted their love was for one another. And then after about a little less than a year in the convent, my mom left the convent and she married my dad. And then she had um, a lot of kids, obviously, because that's what former nuns do. (laughs) (laughs) So during my my mom's pregnancy with me, she actually had heart failure and heart arrest about six weeks before I was born. And she had a near-death experience where... It's, it's a, It was a near-death experience that if, if you read and research about near-death experiences, she actually rose up above the hospital bed, saw herself on the hospital bed, and saw her body and rose up to the white lights. And I really, truly believe that it was her everlasting faith, which was her, her that's her greatest asset. asset. And uh, it's a faith that she certainly has passed down to me and taught me um, very well. And she just simply knew that she was dying, and she asked to be able to live and raise her children. And that was probably my first experience, Chris, to know the power of your thoughts, and I wasn't even born yet, so I guess I was kind of destined to do this from the get-go. And her request was really granted, and I joke with her now, saying, Mom, you brought us to this crazy life. I can't even believe it. So, no, I tease her. But... My mom's health issues and her near-death experience when she was pregnant with me was really a driving force for her path to healing. Um, To say that she was determined, and she still is determined at 81, um, is an understatement. She found hope where her doctors left her hopeless, and she found hope and healing and energy once she started seeing what's called a doctor of nepropathy. And that inspired my mom to go to school when I was about a year old. She got her degree as a napropath at night when she had all these seven kids under the age of 10 running around at home. And as I said, today is my t- today. My mom is 81 and she's still practicing. Um, she still works on people in her home. It's not quite to the degree that she was when she was younger, but healing is in her blood. And she passed this great gift of healing to my sister, Laura, who's also inc- an incredible napropath. So I would say that healing has bar- been part of our family uh, upbringing since we were born. And because of being raised in that environment, natural health has always been a focus for me. So I'm kind of one of those people on the extreme ends of the pendulum where I've never taken any medicine except for natural medicine. And I had both my children at home. And I really do live my life knowing that there's an alternative. And I know that there are choices choices in life and that these choices drive who we are and what we do. And I think that's been such an important Part of really formulating who I am today, and I know that belief system about natural health is not for everyone, and i 'm certainly not touting that, but I do know it is who I am, and it shapes my world today.
3: Well, great, I love that story. It, uh, when you guys get to know fee you 'll get that only fee could have a dad that 's marine and a mom that 's a cloister nun because she 's a little bit spiritual and a little bit rock and roll, and it just fits it 's really really a great story. <laughs> So um, let's talk a little bit about coaching and how you got involved in, the, in that industry.
2: So I was working for a wonderful company for 12 years as a sales promotion manager, and I really, truly love my job. I absolutely love the people that I worked with, and I'm still connected to so many of those people. And I absolutely love my boss. He was my mentor and taught me everything that I, I really know in the, in the business world today. But there was a point in my life where I had a calling of my heart. It was a deep knowing that I was meant to do something else, that something else was out there for me. And what that something else was, I really actually had no idea. I felt a longing for uh, something more, but I was really clueless. Um, And one day I was in a meeting. It was a really, really hot day in July. We can only dream about those hot days, especially as we got a couple of inches of snow again today. (laughs) Um, and it hit me. I really felt like I just needed to quit. And I had no plans about what to do next. And I do coach a lot of people that are in career transitions. Um, and I don't recommend just quitting without having a plan. But I do did have a lot of faith. And I knew that my life would work out. And so miraculously 2 weeks after i i gave my notice and it took me 5 months to leave my boss um, and he he told me to stay on for 5 months but the opportunity to roll enroll in a leadership coaching program presented itself to me so i went through the training and my boss agreed to have me work as a leadership coach experimentally in our region for a year And then we began, and that was something that really felt natural and right, and I just knew that was the calling of my heart that I was seeking. And so within the first year, the program went from experimental to national. The results were really evident in the program, and I did it for another year and then decided to bring coaching uh, to a wider audience. And so that's when I started Direct Connect Coaching, and I haven't looked back since. It's my life's work. It's my passion. It's who I am. And I'm blessed to have so many wonderful clients and companies who have brought me in to do workshops or speaking or coaching. And um, and I, I was asked this fall, as part of an expansion of my work, as part of me saying, okay, I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for something more here and so I got a call um, from Voice America asking me to consider hosting the show and I have to tell you Chris at first I was really really resistant to the idea I definitely said I there was no way I was going to do it but I sat I reflected and contemplated the idea and um, it really hit me to have the ability to reach a wider audience with the concepts that work so well in my own life As you know, Chris, we talk about this every single day. Um, These concepts work when you choose to work them. It works for me. It works for my clients. So I happen to get so many signs pointing me in the direction to do this, even though at first I said there's no way I was going to. So here I am with you on Voice America, and it's amazing how these opportunities present themselves when the time is right and you just open yourself up to really what's possible in your life and in your world.
3: Yeah, this is my favorite part coming up here, because we're going to talk about some of the fun. Um, they're kind of like tools, toys, whatever. <laughs> You're empowering concepts. I think that um, all of this stuff is so neat to, to use and to see it come to fruition, it's like a big game, and it, it really works, and the more fun you have with it, like I said, the more powerful you are, and so it's, it, you just can't lose. So um, let's, what are some of the most empowering concepts that you practice and that you share with all of your clients?
2: Well, the first one that I want to mention is the boomerang effect. And that and Chris um, definitely enjoys hearing about the boomerang effect. This is something that I, uh, a concept that I made up a long time ago. And um, essentially what it says is that what you throw out to the world is what you're going to get back. And as a little reminder to me, she's such a great friend. She brought a boomerang here um, that we have here with us. And the boomerang effect is really simple because if you just look at what you're putting out to the world, you can gauge where you're going and what you're getting. And so I oftentimes will say to clients, um, what boomerang are you throwing out? Is that a boomerang of empowerment? Is that a boomerang of passion? Or is that a boomerang of Fear or negativity, and I think that's a really important one, and one that we'll probably will circle back around to to talk about in a little bit. But I wanted to I want to get to a few other ones that I know you and I, Chris, talk so regularly about. And my favorite little equation to share with everybody, and I've shared this in speaking groups, um, workshops, and I share it with every client that I sit with, and that is your thoughts plus, plus your words plus your actions equal your reality. And I really believe in the power of your thoughts, words, and actions. I do practice being in silence every single day just to know my thoughts and just to know what my thoughts are creating. And you can really understand a lot about yourself through noticing your thoughts and being aware of your thoughts. They are the very foundation of creating the life that you really want. And in fact, I shared this with you via email this morning, Chris. I read uh, everything that comes to me, it, the timing of it is so perfect because I I know that it is. It's it's going to come in at a perfect time. And so this morning, I got across email that thoughts are like seeds. If you plant crab apples, don't expect golden delicious. And I thought that was so perfect for uh, starting the show out today. It's a good one. Yeah. So... The average person has 90,000 thoughts a day and two-thirds of them are negative. So this is where all empowerment begins. If you just place awareness on your thoughts and start to see where your roadblocks are, you can then begin to shift out of those roadblocks to begin to focus exactly on where you want to go. And that's really the first step in empowerment. Um, Then... The the next step in empowerment is really to put notice on your words. That's the second aspect of the equation. Your thoughts plus words plus actions equal your reality. And um, I have a really wonderful story about the power of your words because it was a lesson that happened um, to me several years ago when both of my kids were young. And I really, it's 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 kind of funny, but... I learned the power of your words through my cats. And in some of my speaking engagements, I have shared this story. And I remember one time going to uh, a meeting and sharing it one year. And then the next year, people came up to me and said, Fee, are you going to tell your cat story again? And I guess it made that much of an impact. And so um, this, this really ingrained in me how... Um, particular people need to understand um, and need to be about choosing words because words have such great story or uh, power rather and I definitely learned it through the cat story. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to take a short break here and when we come back, I want to make sure that I fill everybody in on the cat story and for those of you that have heard this already, uh, it, it bears repeating because it really does ingrain how important and powerful your words are. Not just my words, but everybody's words and how important they really are. So when we come back, I'm going to talk about my cat story and how I learned that uh, the power of your words through your, through my cats. So we're going to just take a quick break now and uh, come back. You're listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
1: Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with The Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com.
2: We're on the cutting edge of social media.
4: Can you keep up?
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment, To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment.
2: Thanks for joining us again. And as I promised before the break, I was going to tell my story, my cat story, and how important uh, the power of your words are. And I learned that through my cat's So when I was growing up, I always had cats. Cats always followed me home, and we always had uh, an abundance of cats around. When I was in fifth grade, my cat got pregnant. I had a female cat. She got pregnant. It was a really joyful time for me. And I remember waking up early one school morning to hear light whimpering sounds in my bedroom. When I flicked on the lights, um, there was my cat. She was delivering kittens right at the foot of my bed. And I witnessed in awe the birth of the last two kittens of the litter. And that was one of those really inspiring moments that I treasured. That was kind of one of those life-changing moments. And so um, I knew how important that was in my world. So... If we fast forward a whole bunch of years, um, you know, I'm married to a wonderful man named Bob, and we have our beautiful children. And there came a point where, of course, the kids, as many kids do, they begged us for a pet. So we set our intentions for a perfect pet. I'm going to talk about intentions in a minute. But we wrote out everything that we wanted in a perfect pet. And much to my surprise, my husband, who was normally more of a dog person than a cat person, he agreed to go with it, and so our intentions were fulfilled, and we got Duchy, our little bit of royalty for our home. And so when Duchy grew up, we decided, or I decided, not to get her spay. And I remember saying to Bob, "I want our children to have the same experience I had with my cats growing up." Those were my exact words, and I said it to him over and over and over again. So I just kept saying, Bob, I just really, I had such a wonderful experience witnessing the birth of these kittens and, and seeing that, that it was so inspiring that I wanted our kids to have the same experience. So now my son Jake was in fifth grade and Dutchie got pregnant. Now remember, I was in fifth grade when my cat had kittens, right? So you see the synchronicity here. So one night, my daughter Alexandra came into our bedroom, and she said that, it was cute, she said that Duchy coughed up a hairball in her bed. Well, that hairball ended up being a beautiful little kitten named Mariposa. And Dutchie, who's just a little cat, she just had a litter of one, and the cat was born on Alexandra's bed. So you're getting the picture. Jake's in fifth grade. The kitten was born on Alexandra's bed. And you remember what my words were. I said to Bob, I wanted our children to have the exact same experience that I had when I was growing up. So far, it's the exact experience, and we are one really happy family. Watching our little kitten grow, it was just really, really remarkable. But that's not the end of the story, because when I was growing up, we kept one of the kittens, and his name was Shadow. Well, Shadow developed a kidney disease, and he actually died on Christmas, So, remember my words that I said I want our children to have the same experience that I had growing up with the cats. So, now it's Christmas Eve, we get settled in for the night, and I suddenly hear a really distressed screeching downstairs when I was up in bed. And it happened to be Mariposa, our little kitten. And I thought she must be choking on a piece from an ornament because it was Christmas time. And so I gave her the Heimlich maneuver. And we even called our neighbors for help. Uh, my poor neighbor Ann, who's a dear friend, came running over. She she tripped down her uh, stoop in her front stoop just to come running so quickly, and she sprained her ankle. And we rushed Mariposa to the animal hospital, and she died on Christmas. And it was exactly what happened to me when I was growing up. And I, I remembered what I asked for because I, I couldn't sleep that night knowing that we would have to tell, I would have to tell Jake and Alexandra that, um, that Mariposa died. But I, I, I said, there's a really, really valuable lesson here because it was so big and so in my face. I knew there was something that I needed to take from the experience. And so, I said, what is the purpose of all of this? And the answer that I got was, Fee, you got exactly what you asked for. And so, that experience, thanks to my cat, taught me how to be aware of the impact of your words. And since that time, I can tell you, I choose my words so very carefully because I know how powerful they can be. Now, The other thing, the other piece of the equation is thoughts, words, and actions equal your reality. And so, in the action piece of it, um, I always ask myself if I'm getting closer to or further from the reality that I want. So, I ask for inspired action. And, Chris, this is something you and I always uh put out there and say we always say it under grace or for the best and highest good. We qualify that knowing how powerful our words are, and um. In order to get practice and trusting my actions and the internal guidance that I receive, because everybody has internal guidance and an inner guidance system that they can work with. And I just ask silently what action steps to take. I encourage all my clients to do the same, to start small with, you know, asking for. A grocer, uh, what grocery store to shop at or what gift to buy and to build trust from there so they can start with really small steps and being able to um, trust their internal guidance system because it works for everyone in every person's life. But you really do, it's like a muscle. You really do have to learn to use it and take that guidance and receive the action to take. So that is um, the importance of your thoughts plus your words, plus your actions, and how you can start to open up with awareness to create the reality that you want. And another favorite tool of mine, Chris, is that I truly believe in the power of intentions. Dr. Wayne Dyer uh, has a book about intentions and he defines intention as a strong purpose or aim accompanied by a determination to produce a desired result. Now, I've been an intention-setting junkie, and I call myself that. Since I listened to a tape recording, yeah, it was a tape. It wasn't a CD or an MP3. It was over 15 years ago. And yeah, I know I'm showing my age about that. But I listened to it over and over and over, Chris. And I do know that repetition is really great in learning. But this really was something that, again, I, I had a calling of my heart, and I just wanted to really get how to learn this process of setting intentions. So the tape talked about being crystal clear about your intentions before you go into a task. In fact, they referred to the process of as segment intending, which is breaking your day down into segments to to create an intended desire before going into a task. So it talked about, Really fun, simple, easy ways to set intentions like setting intentions for a good hair day and you could do it while you're brushing your teeth or listening attentively and bringing joy on a phone call to the person that you're going to talk to and literally it takes five seconds to do. You just pause for a moment, say in this phone call, I want to bring this person Joy or inspiration or whatever it is that you desire. You can set intentions for clients. I do that all the time. Um, You can set intentions to improve your sales that you want to make or even places that you want to visit. There's no limitations to the intentions that you set. So my first experience and thanks to my aunt Carol for always encouraging me to um, tell my stories because I really do love telling stories about how these principles work my first intention uh, experience at setting intentions was really mind-blowing and it it sold me on the process immediately and so when I was a sales promotion manager I was in charge of a group of um, Top salespeople in our region, and we had a payoff dinner. That we had a goal that we achieved, and we set that goal, and they they won it. They achieved the sales goal, and we had a meeting coming up in Chicago in May. And um, it was it was me. The payoff dinner was me bringing them to a really nice, or it was a, the payoff was me bringing them to a nice dinner in the Chicago area. So, this was a meeting in May in Chicago on a Friday night, and we had people coming in from all parts of the Midwest. And if you know anything, I know you do, Chris, about Chicago, when the weather is warm, especially in May on a Friday night, is that people always like to go out. So, at the time, those restaurants were really buzzing in the area, and I decided to make a reservation for a place called Maggiano's in Schaumburg right near our hotel. So I called and the earliest possible reservation was for 10:30 and the group had to be split up into two tables. Well, that wasn't going to work because I had dinner meeting plans and it was way too late with everybody coming in from all parts of the Midwest, way too late for people to eat and and you know me Chris, I'm not a late night person, I'm an early morning person, so it was really late for me to even start yeah, that's having like dinner midnight, 10:30. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's really late for me. So I knew I needed a miracle to get an earlier time slot. So I decided to set my intentions and give this whole setting intentions thing a whirl. And I said it out loud in my hotel suite. I said, I set my intentions to get a table for the group to fit us all in at an earlier time at Magianos. That's all I did. But I believed it to happen. So then I just let it go. And I walked down to the hotel lobby and out the front door to get something out of my car. And the funny thing is that I noticed this busy valet parking attendant had a Maggiano's jacket on. And I asked him if he could get me reservations at the Schomburg restaurant. And he said that he worked at a Maggiano's in a different town in Old Orchard. So... He didn't really know anybody over there, but he was willing to make a call for me, which was really nice. I was appreciative of that. So he called the receptionist, and this is so funny, and I didn't encourage him to say this, by the way, but he told the receptionist that I was the owner's daughter, the restaurant owner's daughter, and that I needed a table for an important meeting that I was having. Not only did I get a table for 12 at 8, but since they thought I was the owner's daughter, we, our service was impeccable, and they waited on us like we were kings and queens that night. It was incredible. And now remember, I don't recommend lying to have your intentions fulfilled ever. And I never would have imagined this valet parker to say such a thing to get me a table. But I can tell you from that experience, it was May of 1999, I have been setting intentions ever since then. I tell my kids every single day to set their intentions every day. So to our listeners, one of the greatest things you can start with in empowering yourself to get what you desire is to set crystal clear intentions for what you want and to believe in it. And that's the real key is to believe in it and to be thankful in advance for it happening. So I just want to encourage everyone to take action and... Don't believe me, but just see for yourself. Build the confidence in this tool for yourself so that you can experience um, how setting intentions works. Yeah, I have
3: to vouch for Fee because I see her doing this all the time. And whether it's a parking space or um, the perfect gift or card or something little or something small, it's really fun to demonstrate the principles. And I always love it when it's, so literal, like her cat story, um, we had a real literal story recently. Um, the cat story is kind of an, oh, crap, my words are really, really powerful stories. So, um, since then, she now is very intentional and turns everything around, and so now you get more of an, oh, crap, my words are really powerful. It's, it's You know, it's a lot more fun when you know what you're doing So, um, with my husband and I, in the past year, we've had just one of those years where you just feel like things could be better, your investments, your businesses, your kids, things like that, and your diet, you know, everything's kind of off. (laughs) So, we just kept putting out there justice and resolution. You feel like you're doing everything right, but you just want return. So we just kept instead of going into what what are we doing wrong? I kept trying to steer us in the direction of just asking for justice and resolution. And what happened was my husband ended up being offered this great opportunity of this wonderful company that completely opened things up. And um, the guy that brought the opportunity to my husband, his name is Eustace, which is a German name. But the spelling of it is J U S T U S, which is justice, which I thought was pretty literal and very cool, and just such—it's—it's um, it's really powerful demonstration of your words in action. So I just—I thought that was a really fun, <laughs> was a fun outcome on on that one.
2: Definitely, Chris. And and the interesting thing is that, and this is why I love having a friend like Chris. And and the other thing that's really interesting about it is that um, I wrote in my journal and set my intention years ago to. I have friends all over the country and all over the world, actually, and um, and I'm really appreciative of all of the friendships that I have gained over the years in my life. But I really wanted someone locally here that got me could really truly understand who I was and to be able to speak these principles with me. And so I wrote in my journal and I set an intention that I wanted a friend locally that I could walk with in the mornings or have lunch with and be able to talk about this stuff. Because it's it, it's not principles that everybody practices daily. And so I knew my intention was fulfilled as soon as I met Chris because um, we just we just clicked right off the bat and it was an interesting connection that we made and um, we had you know we were friends ever we've been friends ever since then and so when she told me the story about justice again it's always these confirmations of yes this is how these empowering principles work and this is how you can um, as a human being take these principles, you can apply them, and you can utilize them to benefit you and for the highest good, and you can benefit so many other people. And so that's what I get a chance to witness every single day when I work with my clients is people being able to do that. And I can't tell you how um, it's, it it 's it's such an emotional experience for me to witness day after day, week after week, people moving into the greatest power that exists within themselves, within themselves, and so um, I really feel that I have the best job in the entire world because I get a chance to see this and do this and hear all the different inspiring stories that people share. Um, each and every day and so that's just just been such a wonderful gift that I've had to um, to be able to view and share with so many people and um, for all of those people that I've had a chance to work with over the years thank you because um, this is very confirming for me to be able to watch you grow in your strength and grow in your power and grow in your love and move through so many roadblocks in your lives. So I really appreciate that. Um, we're going to come back here in, a, in just a bit. And um, I think we're going to take some phone calls if we have anybody out there that is um, wants to chime in and, um, and give us a shout out here. And also we um, we're going to finish and wrap up with some of the coaching concepts or principles or uh, some of the, some of the ideas or strengths that I have as a coach and then um, a a really important movement that I want to begin here. So you're listening to direct connect empowerment with fee and my special guest today is Chris Thomas. Mm -hmm. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com. To learn more about Fee's empowering programs, Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com.
0: What does Crim de la mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation access consciousness presents creme de la creme a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are not who others would have you be it's the best of the best it's the finer things in life it's brilliant it's fun it's exciting join us for creme de la creme every tuesday at 12 noon pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel
1: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment.
2: Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We are back with my special guest today, Chris Thomas. This is Fima Zanke, your host. And we're talking about some empowering principles that you can actually start to use in your lives. And, and that is really the purpose of this show is to take what we have to offer here and apply it and that's what I want to encourage people to do from this point forward. I'm here as a host. Um, this is a pilot program for the next 13 weeks. And if I get uh, listenership and sponsorship, then this thing will continue for me. But I really want to um, share these concepts with all of you so that you can start to directly apply these things in your own lives and in your own world to really live a more bountiful fruitful, purposeful life. So that's the purpose of it.
3: Yeah, I really think this is a great springboard for you because you're already doing this one-on-one and in groups, but for you to be able to reach so many more people with your insight and all these easy, fun concepts and bring your spin to it, I just think it's really a gift to the world. Um, But you do want to still be coaching, and um, that is your great strength. You're so great with your clients and your friends and your family so uh what are some of your strengths as a coach
2: i'm gonna um i'm gonna get to my strengths as a coach but i have uh, a caller that has called in and i want to get to him really quick and it's okay and um we have john from new jersey who has a question so let's bring john on hi Fee. how are you johnny i'm doing great how are you well, Chris and Fee, I'm really
5: enjoying the program today and uh Fee, I think back to uh a time 14 years ago when you began this journey and uh I had the opportunity to become uh to work with you directly and uh I think about that as a transformational time in my life and uh in business and uh there are a lot of things that still resonate from that time. I wondered if you could take a minute and just talk about helping people through working through their emotions. I remember one of the first questions that you asked me in coaching is, what are you angry about? And i remember my I remember my reaction being very negative about that. I remember thinking, I'm not angry, I'm positive. And uh I remember you working I remember you working with me uh as I was about to get married and start a family and some career transition and uh I remember you helping me to learn a little bit about uh, emotions like anger and uh, several others uh, and really helped me to uh, you know, get some different perspectives on that. I just thought that was something that uh, helped me many years ago. It still stayed with me. I wondered if you'd be willing to talk about that today.
2: Yeah, absolutely John. Thanks for calling. It's a great question. And I do believe one of my great assets as a coach is that I go deep with people and by going deep with people, I mean that we don't just talk about goal setting and, you know, achieving an end result. But what we do is we look at where in your life roadblocks may be showing up. And my favorite thing to do, as you know, John, is to go into emotions because emotions have a great deal of power, just like your thoughts, words, and actions. And um, what emotions are just energy in motion. That's what emotion means. It's energy in motion. And a lot of times what people will do, and I see this really regularly, I see it with some of my more seasoned clients, but I've also worked with teens or you know young adults too, and children, and I've seen it in, in those regards too. But with emotion, it causes if it's a negative emotion, it causes a roadblock. And one of the gifts that I have is that I can feel what people feel. and so because I can feel what people feel, I have a connection to that emotion. And that's why I asked you the question, what are you so angry about? And I remember so vividly your response being like, hey, I'm not angry, Fee, what the heck? I'm really, really positive. But it's kind of like having a clogged drain. When the pipe is clogged, then everything backs up and nothing really flows well. And so it's my job as a coach to go further and deeper into what may be causing the clogged drain? It's sometimes gets messy. People don't really um, like to do it. Sometimes there's a lot of resistance around going into the emotion. But what I can tell you is that when people gain a new perspective and give a voice to whatever emotion is coming up within their lives, um, especially if it's a negative emotion, I mean, positive emotions, those are all great, and, and when you're in a positive emotion, that's when f- you know your flow is 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 open and your channels are open, and everything works and flows well. Um, but when there's a negative emotion, that means that you're your drain is clogged or your garden hose is kinked, and nothing can flow through as easily or regularly. So when we go further and deeper into giving a voice to the the emotions, and when we um, when we can remove it and gain perspective on it, that is a really important aspect of being able to, allow things in your life to open up and so it's kind of like a flower blooming you know sometimes um that that just it just happens where all of a sudden with enough enough water and sunshine these things can um take hold and so that would be the important element of emotions and i absolutely love emotions i was working with um um a a client, an executive client yesterday, and went into it and went into emotion with him. And um, he, he was really uh, very open. It, it, it was resistant at first, but open to moving into the emotion that was kind of causing his cl- drain to clog. So does that answer your question?
5: Yeah, that's great, Pete. Thank you. Uh, excited for the program and uh, the great work you're doing here. Looking forward to uh, what's to come.
2: Yeah, and, and next week, actually, John's going to be a guest of mine on the show talking about uh, uh, reflecting greatness and others. so I really appreciate the question, John, thanks for calling and thanks for your love and support of me. I appreciate it so much. Love you, bye.: Love you, thanks. I have another question from Sarah from Delaware. Hi, Sarah.: Hey, C. How are you? I'm great. How are you?
4: Great. I'm so excited for you and this uh, this new uh, show that you have, um, because from my perspective, it just allows so many more people to experience uh, just the benefits of your wisdom and uh, everything that you understand about human nature, and, and most importantly how each of us can uh, become more empowered. Uh, so I'm so glad to have the chance to listen to you today. And I did have a question. Sure. Uh This summer, you really helped me with a, uh, with a challenging time. And one of the things that you did was you kept asking me, as I would throw out the problems, you would keep asking me, is that true? Is that mm-hmm. true? Yeah. And I wonder how you work to help people get over the stories that they tell themselves, that so many of us get caught up and we're almost living in a, in a trance in our own mind, and right. you managed to get us to the truth. So what are what are some of the techniques that we can use to do
2: that? Thanks, Sarah. That's a great question. And one of the things as I explain to people the power of your thoughts is that What happens is when you have a thought, it creates an emotion. So a thought will precede an emotion. And what happens is sometimes thoughts will go into stories. And those stories can spin people into a place of negativity. And so it's really important to question the thoughts or question the stories In your mind and so by asking the question is that true Um, and it's a technique that um, you know has been used it's it's something that I've a workshop that I've been through and and have been used in coaching with me that a coach uses with me and it's to really discern if the the story that you're telling yourself in your mind is really true because oftentimes our minds want to spin us into a negative story. And so by standing back and asking if that story is true or if that thought is really true, it helps to gain perspective. And then you can say um, there's a four-question process that um, you know you can ask, is that true? Is it absolutely Um, Is it it absolutely true? Um, Do you know that it is true? And and who would you be without that thought? And that's a process that I learned many years ago to be able to question the stories. Because, Sarah, what happens, as you know, is that people make assumptions. And it's a dangerous place to be making assumptions because um, when you make assumptions without really knowing the truth... Then you keep that story spinning in your head. And so I love the idea of asking that question or or questioning the thought that comes to that starts the story spinning out of control. Because it really does help people to frame things in for themselves and say, well, wait a minute, that might be an assumption that I'm making, rather, and, and it may not really be true. Because and I've learned this in 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 the nature of human behavior that people make a lot of assumptions throughout the day, and they make a lot of assumptions. Um, they make a lot of assumptions uh, all the time, and so it's it's really helpful to not make assumptions. So, thanks, Sarah. Does that does that answer your question? It does,
4: and and I appreciate your going into the assumptions part because since we went through that exercise, I've been doing that kind of on my own and asking well, is that true? And I hadn't really, I guess I just assumed that whatever my first thought is, well, yes, that's my truth, but then the assumption that I'm making um, does become clear, but I hadn't really thought I'm just assuming something, and when you really get into it, it becomes a lot clearer, which is what I love about, about your style, see, is that you really know how to, help people dissect what's really going on. So congratulations on the show, and I'm glad to have gotten a chance to call
2: in. Thank you for calling. Thanks so much, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I just want to wrap things up today with with you, Chris, because um, one of the things that I want to start as a result of this show is a boomerang movement. And this boomerang effect that I talked about earlier, I always like to ask people what boomerang they're throwing out in the world. And because you can always know what you're throwing out there, if it's a, a boomerang of fear, rejection, sadness, hatred, you're going to get it right back. And the greatest thing is that when you throw out a boomerang of success, of love, of joy, of peace, or happiness, you will get that back. So what I want to encourage is this this is not just my show It's our show and I want to encourage the audience to practice these empowering concepts and I want people to email me or reach me through Facebook about your amazing boomerang experiences. Take videos of it. Shoot me a little story. Um, because research has shown that uh, the simple act of kindness that's directed toward another improves the functioning of the immune system and stimulates the production of serotonin in both the recipient of the kindness and the person extending the kindness so this empowering concept is one that i want to bring greater awareness to people around the world i want to bring this this love and kindness to the world and i want to hear what happens as you open the door for yourself, and how your giving has allowed you to receive. So it's going to be a weekly feature, and I want to encourage all of you to do that. We are out of time. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining me today. I appreciate your love and support and encouragement. And start aligning your thoughts, words, and actions, and setting intentions, and creating what you want, and let's begin this boomerang movement so that we can begin to see the joy that life has to offer. And to the men and women who serve our country, thank you for all that you, you do. Thanks for joining us today. Chris, thanks for being with me. Thank you. Have a great day.
1: Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. The Mazzanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.
0: and Management.